Welcome to MPT Podcast. This is Pastor Tim Wilbanks. We pray that this Word of God will bless your life and ministry increase God's blessing upon you. God knows what we need. In 2 Chronicles 32, let's get at it. After these things and the establishments thereof, in Cherub, king of Syria, came and entered into Judah and encamped against the fenced cities and thought, he thought, everybody said he thought, to win them himself. You got more for you. Oh, you got to wake up. You got more for you than against you. And when Hezekiah saw that sin cherub was come, and that he was purposed to fight against Jerusalem. There is an enemy purposed to fight you. He took counsel with the princes and his mighty men to stop the waters of the fountain which were without the city, and they did help him. So there was gathered much people together and stopped all the fountains in the brook that ran through the midst of the land, saying, Why should the kings of Syria come? Why? And find much water. Why should they come? Also, he strengthened himself, as a cow did, and built of the walls that was broken and raised up the towers and another wall without and repaired Milo and the city of David and made darts and shields in abundance. And he sent captains of war over the people, gathered them together in him in the street of the gate of the city, and he spake comfortably to them, saying this, Be strong and courageous. Be not afraid or dismayed. For the king of the Syrians, for all that the multitude that is with him, for there be more with us than with him. I said there be more with us than with him. With him is an arm of flesh, but with us is the Lord God to help us and to fight our battles. And the people rested, rested. It's time to rest. And the people rested themselves upon the words of Hezekiah, king of Judah. It's time that you come to a place and you rest upon what God is telling you. I'm just going to rest here. This week, I've heard so many conflicts and so many battles that people are facing as I was praying and seeking God's will for this moment. And, I, I, and, I, and the Lord began to talk to me and I, and I could not turn from what I'm fixing to preach to you today. So I'm going to bring you a word of faith and a word from the Lord. And I want to tell somebody that the Spirit of God will help. Father, we love you today. Thank you for your mercy and grace. Thank you, God, for your, your love that goes beyond our imagination. Thank you, God, for the strength I feel within this house. Thank you for the awesome saints of God and their love for you. God, I ask humbly before you, help me, God, to help some saint of God with your powerful word. Help me, God, to give direction and help and encouragement 
Help me to rebuke sin, Lord, in Jesus' name. Help me, Father, by your holy name, Jesus, I pray. And everybody shout amen and give him a praise offering of edification to God. Say, he's here. I need to rest. You can be seated. No matter what confronts us, there is great news. There is an unlimited power to carry us through any circumstance. And that power alone is God himself. Ephesians 3 and 20 now to him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could even think or ask. Somebody shout, he's able. That power is available today to give me and you help in whatever we're facing. It doesn't matter what battle, what circumstances, what storm, what conflict. We got help today to get through it all. Ephesians 3.16. I love it. That he would grant you, he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by the spirit that's with the inner man. God will grant you strength today through the Holy Ghost that's in you. God will strengthen you. I'm going to take my time. I ain't preached in five weeks. I got a lot to say. If you're going to sit there, I got a whole lot to say. But I'm here to tell you right now, he is in this room. And it's time that we come to a place that we need to rest on what God said. If God gives you a word that he's going to pull you through the circumstance, you need to sit down and take a rest and say, listen, I'm going to sit where the weary is. I'm going to have a rest. I'm not going to worry no more with this. I'm not going to worry with this problem no more. I got a word from God that God's going to take care of this situation. He's going to handle my battle. And if God spoke, I'll heal you. Rest on his word. He's going to heal you. Quit arguing with the devil. Quit fighting with the devil. Quit battling with the devil. If God told you something, bank on it. God's going to do it. Somebody shout, God's going to do it. Say, I need to believe it. God. Half of you don't even believe what you're saying. I believe what God told me. I'm going to rest on it. You hear me here in our text? Hezekiah was mighty delivered from an Assyrian invasion superpower. You see, the Assyrians were a terrifying nuisance in that time. Earlier in life, Hezekiah's father, Isaiah, had caused Judah to become subject to Assyrians through, because he caused them to pay heavy tax to Assyrians, which was so heavy, it brought oppression to overwhelming Judah and Hezekiah. Hear me, saint of God. How many feels that hell itself is tried to overwhelm you? Overwhelm you with afflictions. Overwhelm you with family problems. Overwhelm you with temptations. 
overwhelm you with every kind of conflict he can bring against you. But he's trying his best to overwhelm you. But nevertheless, the Lord filled Hezekiah with inner strength, giving him the courage to resist the oppression that was coming against him. Can I shout and tell someone, in the last four weeks, this house should have been swept clean. You ready? Your hatred should be gone. Your jealousy should be gone. Unforgiveness should be gone. Malice, come on, strive. Come on, hatred, bitterness should be gone. Meth, marijuana, cocaine, crack rock, pills, porn, sin. It should be gone by now. You can't fight a battle with sin in your life. But I come to tell somebody in the house today, we got a God. We got a God that will strengthen you from the inside. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Somebody shout, I'm going to make it. Shout, I'm going to make it. That devil's trying to make somebody in this room feel like I'm a nobody. But God's anointed some of you with great gifts and great talents and you're anointed of God because of your weakness and because of your failure. You feel like I'm nothing. That's a lie from hell. Somebody shout, I am anointed. Let me say it again. I am anointed. I gotta slow down a minute. God will give you strength to strengthen you. Here's the chaos, the Bible said. He broke the yoke of the Assyrians. How many knows what a yoke is? A yoke's a wood thing that they put on the, the oxen to bind him to the plow. Hell itself wants to put a yoke on you, he wants to yoke you to that spirit that habit, and that sin to where he wants to put you, tie you to it, to where every day you get up, you're pulling on it, you're wrestling with it, and you're carrying it. But as Hezekiah, the Bible said he broke, listen to me, he broke the heavy yoke of the Assyrians' oppression through the help of the Almighty God You got help today. There should be no reason that anybody leave this room not being broke free from sin, not being broke free from any spirit. There shouldn't be nobody that leaves here today bound by any yoke. Why? Because the anointing of the Almighty God can break the yoke. I said the anointing can break the yoke. It can break the yoke for habits. Come on, cigarettes. Come on, dope. Alcohol, porn, sin, it'll break the yoke. Man, I, I'm here, hear me, hear me. You will start thinking. You hear me, Hezekiah broke it. Say he broke it. He broke the yoke of the Syrians' oppression through the help of the Spirit of God who was in him. But you got to be careful when God strengthens you. You'll start thinking. That you did it yourself. 
you'll start thinking, look what I did. Look at my anointing. Look at what I preached. Look at what I, how, what I come up with. It is God who gives you the strength and gives you the anointing. Hezekiah made an unwise decision to reject the warning of God from the prophet Isaiah. He formed an alliance with Egypt to march against the Philistines and other states that adjoined the Assyrian country. He said, we're going to go against them. Just because you won some small battle doesn't mean ah, that you're the one who done it. Because he, because he done it with God, which told him not to do it, and he went away and went against God's word. When Satan sees that you're trying to do things on your own, you better get ready. He's coming after you. The Bible says that when the house is swept clean, that Satan will go get seven others to come and try to take the house. You hear me? My God, I'm feeling that Holy Ghost chills. You hear me now? He knows when you clean the house, you're a danger to hell itself. Come on, somebody. He knows your danger to hell itself. That's why he's coming against your family. That's why he's coming against your finances. That's why he's coming against your spirit. That's why he's coming against your hell. Because he knows he's got to fight you hard to overcome you. I've heard it four times this week. What in the world's happening? What's going on? I'll tell you what's happening. Hell sees some clean houses. I said he sees some clean houses, Brother Joel. You hear me now? The Assyrian king, said Cherub, was aroused to invade Judah because of this. Seeking to put Hezekiah under a Syrian yoke to launch a major military campaign against him. The attack that came against you, saint of God, is the enemy desires to put you under a yoke to control your spirit. You know what he wants you to control? He wants to control your faith, your worship, and your prayer life. That's why some of you can't get free this morning from worship because he's entangled in your life some kind of uh, health issue or mental issue or financial issue or, or some family issue, a marriage issue. He's got a yoke on you trying to bind you with it. But somebody in this house today in the Holy Ghost is gonna rise to their feet and the yoke is gonna be broke off of it. I said that yoke is going to be broke off of it. Your home's going to be changed. Your spirit's going to be changed. Your life's going to be changed. You're going to look at that yoke and it's going to be laying at your feet today. Come on, somebody. Anybody feel what I feel? That yoke has got to go. Hear me, saint of God. The attacks that's coming against you your enemy desires to control you. You see, when the attack came, it's not time to sit at home. 
It's not time. I've heard so many. I feel that way, but I don't run. It's time to go to Smokies. It's time to go camping. Let's go to the beach. Can I tell you something? When you get back, the enemy's still going to be waiting on you. That devil's still going to be here. He ain't going to take no vacation. Because he ain't got nowhere to go. Because he knows his time is limited. He can read the time better than me and you sometime. I'm here to tell you. He said, my time is short. I can't let up pressure. Come on, folks. We can't sit down and give up our fight. We can't sit down and give up our prayer life. If you fall down, get back up. Get back up. I don't care if you fall with your eyes. I don't care if you fall with your mouth. I'm telling you, get back up. Get back up. Get back up. You hear me now? At that moment, seeing the enemy, you hear me now. Oh, God, I feel you. When at that moment, when he seen the enemy setting his troops for the attack, his guy said, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. I ain't got time to lay at home on the couch and watch TV. The Bible said, faith come by hearing, hearing by the word of God. You don't sit at home. You come to the house of God because God's got a word to give you. Brother Jim, it's time that we come and rest on what God said. If God told you that he's going to bring you out, rest on it, you're coming out. Come on, anybody got a word from God lately? Anybody heard from God? He's going to heal me. He's going to bless me. He's going to bring us out. He's going to make it better. Rest on it. It's going to come. Maybe not at your time, but it's going to come. But Josh, I told your son, I'm going to tell you, stand up. There's a great anointing in your life. You're sensitive to the Holy Ghost. You're sensitive to the voice of God. There's going to come a day that yoke's going to lay at your feet. And when that low yoke lays at your feet, you're going to be unbearable to hell. You hear me? I'm here to tell you now. There's some of you, that devil's got you convinced. He's bound you. He's controlling you. He's trying to bind you to it. Come on. We need to rest on the word of God. Come on, some of you. God's got more for you. He's got more for you. You hear me now? Hezekiah began. Somebody shout he began to make preparation. You see, when you got time to make preparation, to quit playing around. Oh, you ain't paying attention to me. I'm gonna have to get I'm gonna have to get up in y'all's house. Quit goofing off and playing stupid. Quit playing mice and the cat and the mouse, playing with sin. There's going to come a day when that devil's going to come against you. He's going to throw everything he can. He's coming. I said, he's coming to you. Four people I talked, counsel with this week. What's happening? What's happening? I said, I'll tell you why. Your house is swept. He's trying to pollute it. He's trying to overtake it. He's trying to defeat your faith. 
Come on, we got to rise to our feet and say, we know who you are. We're going to prepare for war. Hezekiah said, I got to prepare. He's positioned. Come on. He's positioning his enemy come against me. How many knows he's positioning the attack to come against you? You hear me? The enemy is not going to leave the battlefield. Never forget what Brother T.W. Barnes, old prophet, told Brother Kenzie from Florida. He was a youth leader back then for UPC National. And Brother Kinsey walked in to the old prophet's office. You've heard Brother T.L. Smith talk about T.W. Barnes. He sat out at Brother Barnes' desk, the old prophet. He said, Brother Barnes, he said, oh, God, Brother Barnes. He said, that devil's been after me. And old bony hand of the old prophet reached across that desk, slapped and pulled his bony finger in his face. He said, boy! That devil's going to be after you till you enter those pearly gates and you're going to hear the ratted tat tat of his arrows to the close. Can I hear to tell you, he's going to be after you. But what can you do? Prepare for battle. Come on, you need to shake yourself today. Some of you ain't prayed. You didn't salt God this week. Come on, you didn't even pray. I wonder what happened to my boy. Let me tell some of your mamas. Get your kids off your milk. Get them off that milk. Oh, they're my babies. It's different than loving them and just babying them. I had to learn to let mine go. My dad and mom, right before they got killed in July, they got killed in October. Next month be 14 years. I can't believe that. My mom and dad called me to the house. Said, they talk to you. I went out the house and sat down. Dad said, can I tell you something? I said, you know I always listen to you. What you got to say? And mom said, listen, boy. He said, you got to let, talking about one of my sons and his daughter that was married then. He said, you got to let them fall to the ground and get up themselves. He said, when you do a push-up, you don't become strong by somebody picking you up. He said, you let them get up their self and let them grow up their self and they'll be much better than you picking up all the time. I said, I promise you, from that day forward, I done it and I still do it. Let me tell some of you saints. You're sitting here. Oh, I, just, I just don't know what's wrong with my daughters. I don't know what's wrong with my grandkids. I'll tell you why. The devil's after them. And I don't understand what's wrong with my marriage. You let some junk in your house. Quit running around with dope heads. I, I, I got to preach. Looks like I got to preach. Looks like I got to preach. You want a better marriage? Quit running around with crackheads. Quit running around to alcoholics. Quit letting meth halves be in your house. Quit running around. Come on with the porn stars. Come on. 
You want a better house? Hezekiah said, I see the enemy coming and I got to prepare my house. Then the Bible said he built an extra wall around the city and he fortified extra tires, tires, watch tires, and he made better, more weapons for his men and he gathered them together into voice like, we got to go to war. But now the enemies come in, you go, oh, what I'll tell you what happened. You played around when it was time to prepare. I feel Jake on me today. And you're looking at me all Google eye. I'm gonna tell you something. You better hear me. The Spirit of God is our help. He's in this room, praise God. You can't get your feelings hurt. Get your feelings. Be easily offended. That devil will beat your brains out and take everything with you. Let me tell you something. The old prophet said the easily offended God will clean out. It ain't time to be easily offended. It's time to stand up and say, I'm going to rest on God's word. I'm going to do what he says, and we're going to defeat this enemy. Second Chronicles, don't be surprised who walks out next. Second Chronicles 32. Here we go. I'm fixing to get to the good stuff. Hold on. Second Chronicles 32. Be strong and be crazy. Somebody said, I got to be strong. Be not afraid or dismayed of the king. Don't, don't be scared of the king. For all of the multitude, everything that's against you, for there'll be more for you than against you. And he says, with him is an arm of flesh, but with us is the Lord God our help us and to fight our battles. Somebody ought to shout, God's going to help fight our battles. Second Peter 2 and 9. My favorite verse, you ready? The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptation and reserve the unjust in the day of judgment to be punished. Somebody shout, he knows how to get me out of it. Say it one more time, he knows how to get me out of it. Say, no, look at, look at, he knows how to get us out of it. He knows, how to, he knows how to get you out of that situation. He knows how to get you out of that problem. He knows you may have to go through some things, but he knows what he's doing. Sister Lynn, he knows all about it. When we think what the world's going on, God said, hold on, I know what I'm doing. Just trust in me. This is how the enemy fights you. The king of Assyria sent an envoy. Hear me, hear me, saying to God, hear me. The king of Assyria sent an envoy in a large army to Jerusalem to intimidate Hezekiah. He sent a large army to intimidate them. Some of you are just being intimidated today. The battle that you're facing is trying to intimidate your faith and trying to intimidate your God. But the official who was sent to set up a siege, which was appointed by Sincherib, 
he approached the city. He approached the city. He approached it. The centurion sent him. You know what he did? He started shouting out to them, to Hezekiah and Jerusalem. He started shouting out to them. He shouted out, questioning their confidence in Hezekiah. You know what the devil's going to do when you sit here? He's going to start getting you to question what I'm preaching. He's going to get you questioning what Brother Jake preached and other men of God preached. He's going to get you to question that. You some little, a little almost said it, milk baby. Ooh, almost said it. I'm doing better. Milk baby. And when you get preached to, you jump up and run. Oh, I'm hurt. Sissified, weak, pantywaist, spiritual people. I want my house saved. I said I want my house saved. Brother Jason, I want it saved. I want to go to heaven. I want to worship God in heaven with my family. The enemy tried to intimidate him. Let me hurry. He's trying to intimidate him. The enemy tried his best to intimidate him. He also started shouting and started saying, Hezekiah did something God didn't want him to do. He tore down the other gods. He'll start making you question, should I get rid of this? Should I get rid of this spirit, this sin? Should I get rid of this habit? Trying to get you to believe church is useless. God's weak. Psalms 44 and 5. Oh, here we go. I love this one. Though thee, through thee, will we push down, our, uh, through thee will we push down our enemies. Through thy name will we tread them under, under, under that rise up against them. Through thee, we'll, say I'll push down my enemies. And through thy name, whoo, I'll tread them down. Facing the fierce, overwhelming Assyrians. Hezekiah, how many has ever panicked at attack? There's 14 of us have. Anybody ever panic when something bad happened? You get a bad phone call. Something happens in the family, kids, health. You get a phone call from the doctor. Something happened with marriage or something. You panic. You panic. Oh, but Jason, I want you to stand up and whistle real loud for me. This is what I'm trying to do. You ready? Get ready. I'm trying to set alarm out. Hey! 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 You know what Hezekiah did when he seen he was overcome by the enemy? You know what he did, Brother Cody? He got with Isaiah and they started crying out to God. Marsha, you don't do wrong when you cry out to God. When you pray to him, you don't go wrong. You don't go wrong. Brother Patterson, you don't go wrong. You don't go wrong, Brother Scott. Brother Steve, you don't go wrong. You don't go wrong when you cry out to God. Oh, somebody cry out to him.
Look at somebody around you say, he'll do it for you. Now I'm going to tell you what he'll do. You ready? The Bible said in Psalms 18 and 6, Woo! In my distress, anybody been in distress? Hey, brother, brother Josie, while you're standing, what did you do when you get in distress? Did you, did you go, hello? What did you do? Hey. One more time, brother. Hey. What do you do, brother Cody, you get in distress? Hey. But Scott, hey! He, he said, in my distress, I called. But Nick, stand up. How do you holler in distress, brother Nick? One more time. In my distress, I called upon the Lord. Just what, Brother Dick? And cried unto my God, and he heard. He heard. He heard. He heard. He heard. He heard my voice out of this temple and my cry came before him. Woo! There's some crying going out. There's some crying going out. Brother Keith, you know what he's trying to do today? He's trying to get you to to believe God ain't heard you. You know what he's trying to do, Brother Nick? He's trying to intimidate you, trying to get you to believe God ain't heard you. But God said, tell him he's a liar. That devil from hell is a liar. He's heard every cry. He's heard every scream. He's heard every plea. He's heard it. I don't care what the devil's telling you. I don't care what you see. God has heard your cry. Come on, come on, cry it out, cry it out, cry it out. Somebody shout, he hears my cry. Now rest on that. I said, rest on that. He's heard your cry. Let's praise him. I have learned that when some people go through a period of stuff for a long period of time, I have learned God's got a reason. Now, do we like that long period of time? You get ulcers? Come on. You said it, bud, Jim. Get embarrassed? You said it. See, that comes from the heart. Come on. You get ulcers? You can't sleep? Food ain't good. 
when everybody else is laughing, have a good time, you're smiling just to let them know. And all the time, that devil's intimidating you. And you hear screams in the spirit world. God ain't heard you. Look at what's come against you. He's intimidated. Look, your God don't care nothing about you. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. And that, de- that devil's trying to intimidate to take your faith. Pastor, I've been going through this for weeks. I- I'm sorry you have. But somebody, please, come on, somebody listen at me. I'm sorry you're going through it for a period of time. I wish I could snap my finger and be over right now. But God has a reason for it. Now, I want you to hear this. This is where it gets good. Hezekiah and Isaiah cried out to God. He cried out to God. That very night, somebody shout, that very night. What if today, let's stand their feet. I'm going to cut it. Feel it in the Holy Ghost. What if today your cry caused heaven to move? That very night, when they cried out to God, I want you to look at me. Look at me. God sent one angel. And he killed 185,000 Syrian Assyrian troops. One angel. And you're afraid God can't take care of your battle. Three angels are named in the Bible. Gabriel is a messenger angel. Michael is a warring angel. And Lucifer is a deceiving angel. I said it the other night. Those angels that were in the lion's den with Daniel, they're still alive. The angel that was in the fire furnace... He's still alive. They don't die off. So if God sent one angel to kill 185,000 Syrian troops, I believe that your cry can turn heaven towards you. Marsha, Acts 12. The Bible said the church prayed continually for Peter. Without, prayed without ceasing. Peter was locked up. They're going to kill him. They're going to kill that joker. Peter nestled down on that old cover because he had a promise. He rested on God's word. God said, you, you'll not die till you old, boy. But the church prayed without ceasing, Sister Rebecca. I feel it now. I feel him coming in. I feel him coming in here. I feel him coming in here. 
And the Bible said heaven <laughs> sent an angel. I, I kind of throw this around, Brother Steve. I said, I wonder if the same angel that went with Daniel. I wonder if the same angel that went with three Hebrew boys. I wonder if the same angel that killed 185,000. He's a bad boy. That's a bad boy. He goes in there and has a set of keys, locks the door. What we can't do, Sister Marcia, God's got enough authority to get done for us. And we believe that our cry can turn him. Barnabas, Barnabas, hey, Jesus, don't shoot a David. Come on, I know, I know, I know you've been, in, he's intimidating you. I know he is. He tries that junk with me. God ain't hearing you. I got to where I was praying late. I said, God, I'm going to tired of waiting on it. I want to see it happen right now. I want you to do it right now. I, I need to see some things visible happen right now. In the prayers, me and my wife's been praying. Some things been been taking place. Been ta- it's, been, it's been changing. Things been changing. But somebody, God sent this word for somebody in the house. Don't wait to prepare for the battle. You see him coming now. Get ready. And if you're worried about what he's telling you, don't be. Some of you need to rest on God's word. Your cry can bring his help. Now, before I call you to this front, this is what I want to do. you got to have faith. It ain't me that does it. You ought, to be here, you ought to be here Wednesday night. You'll learn about the gifts of the Spirit. Gifts of the Spirit are for the body of Christ, not for me. Usually the preacher has to work in the gifts to even get them to work because you don't want to work in them. You're looking at you ain't even moving. Well, they're made for you. I believe the Bible. I believe what the Bible says. You're a hypocrite. Work in them. No, God's going to help me and you learn, and we're going to grow in them. This church is going to operate one day in them. You're going to lay hands on the sick, and they're going to be healed. Not me. You are. You're going to give a prophecy. You are. Because you got it. It's in this body. It's in this body. It's what I want you to do. If you have felt a yoke on you lately, and the devil's trying to tie you to something, don't you step out of that pew and come down here today and say, I'm landing at the altar. You're coming off. Come on quickly. Come on quickly. We pray today that this word has blessed you, ministered to the needs of your life. Until next time, God bless you.